I'm not a designer. Yeah. Harry, I'm not a designer. Not. <laughs> I'm a journalist yeah. by trade. I'm not a designer. And what I find hilarious is that people think I'm a designer mm. and I, I feel like I'm a bit of a fraud, but I, you I know a part, lot. You look the part, Hamish. You look the part. Welcome to Design Pod with me, Hamish Kilburn. And me, Harriet Ford. Design Pod is the contemporary voice for all interior designers and architects on the go. The topics and personalities amplified on the podcast will give texture and perspective on the key issues that face modern A&D professionals as briefs and deadlines become much more challenging. But it's also a safe space, if you like, for anyone who's interested in architecture and design. Harriet and I have been working on this podcast concept for what genuinely feels like forever, and we've overcome many challenges to get to this point. Welcome back to Design Pod, and today we're doing things a bit differently. Mm-hmm. Harriet and we I. are indeed. Yep. We're we're not having a guest. No. Nope. We are the guests. We are the guests. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel VIP? <laughs> I feel very VIP. And uh, we're just going to use this opportunity to um, have a conversation with ourselves, really. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, it's not because one of our guests hasn't turned up. No, no, no. We <laughs> haven't been stood up. We are actually deliberately going to impart to you a little bit more about who we are and what Design Pod is. And the reason why we're doing this is because we launched Design Pod um, in the COVID-19 crisis pandemic. And we had to obviously um, use the use technology to technology it. and some not bits great bits of technology like duvets and things and cupboards in order to do our recordings oh i'm missing that though harriet watching yeah, like you do duvet duvet over your head, head very mrs havisham I, yes. I think the fact that we're in um orange box filming this in clerkenwell um with just amazing uh furniture that, that naturally soundproofs the area is uh it's yeah, we're, we're so much more comfortable. <laughs> so much more comfortable, that's right. Um, but yeah, that's the reason. And, and we just feel as if in the first episode, we gave you a little glimpse of, of what Design Pod is and what to look forward to and why we launched it. But really, we think it deserves its own episode because it's a yeah. rather big ambition that we had. And that really mm. came about when you and I were having lunch wasn't it yes it it was it was and um i just i'm such a podcast fan i listen to all sorts of podcasts from design to real life stories to news and whatever and um and i think that it's such a a great little thing to be able to just pop your headphones in and when you've got a spare half an hour just catch up on for us on on our industry people in our industry interesting topics current topics um and it's just a great way to express express yourself Totally. And for me as well, I mean, um, at Hotel, I'm the editor of Hotel Designs, which is uh, the leading international hotel design website. We publish news, features, reviews, and we talk to designers all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's great. But for us, it's been just lovely offering them something different. And Mm -hmm. actually, I don't know if you, you agree, but also getting different answers than you would if it was an interview or if it mm. was a Q&A that you send out questions via email and get the answers back, it becomes quite sterile. Mm. Whereas what's said on the podcast stays on the podcast. I love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think people start... I, I haven't delved back too much into the history of podcasts, to be honest, but I, I understand it to be a sort of slight, you know, slight left-field medium where people felt that they weren't constrained by the network, you know, uh, b- broadcasting network sort of 
guidelines, and that doesn't mean to say we're going to swear our way through this podcast. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you know, you can, it is a more informal and a more relaxed approach. And, and some of the sort of protocols we don't, you know, we don't really need to follow. We can do it as we wish, mm. um, which was very appealing in terms of not having to be, um, you know, uh, curated for our, our topic matter or our people that we interviewed. You know, we could do exactly what we wanted. Yeah, and we wanted to be entertaining. Oh, I don't know if we've achieved Yeah, well, that, I hope so. <laughs> we just didn't want it to be too sterile. We didn't no. want it to be too, too business to business. We wanted it to be fun and enjoyable and a place where people can relax and listen to Design Pod and enjoy themselves. Yeah, a bit more chit-chatty. Yeah, totally. I mean, we're good at that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that was the whole thing. You know, we, we sort of live in a in a, in a a uh, workspace where we have lots of, you know, round tables and interviews and sort of, you know, there's all sorts of formal events set up where people sit on panels and whatever. Uh, but do they sit around chatting like they do in podcasts? I don't think so. You know, having a cup of coffee and just a talk. No, well, totally. And mm. I, I'm just 100% sure that our listeners want to know more about you, Harriet. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> so tell anyway, us more well, about I, Harriet Ford Design. I, so, gosh, I started my interior design life a really, really long time ago now. And my first job as an interior design a junior assistant because as you know we come out of uni without too much knowledge some knowledge but not not enough we, <laughs> we are formed by our first jobs was with a interior designer who worked on, for trust house forte so i went straight into hospitality um industry and from there i worked with her and then i worked with several other quite large hospitality interior design companies like richmond international arene design another one called richard daniels uh, another one called art Paul Ivory Associates, um, and really learnt, you know, learnt the trade mm. there. Um, and then um, around about 1999, I think it was, I, um, I, I left, well, I, I left to go on maternity leave. And um, obviously, I found it difficult to go back and do the job I was doing so I started up Harriet Ford Design and as we were talking to um, Carden Canetti in one of our episodes um, you know sometimes uh, these things don't get thought out you just sort of do them and that's mm. kind of what I did really and 22 years later almost this summer here I am and um, it's been a, it's been an interesting journey. I never thought of myself as an entrepreneur, um, but actually, you know, I have done it for myself and you know, small teams um, over the last twenty two years, and it's enabled me to do that mix of. Um, uh, home life and work life mm. so bring up children at the same time. I mean, it's not always an easy balance and no. you do end up working many, many hours, but um, it did give me the freedom to work for myself and uh, be around the family. What I loved about you when we first met was when you you were just becoming president of the British Institute of Interior yeah. Design and you really, I don't know, just added humanity to um, the industry and I don't say that in such a grand way but more just like I remember one of our first conversations was talking about boundaries mm. that work life boundaries mm. and them being very important and that doesn't mean that you're slacking just because you take time off and it was just so I don't know such a wholesome conversation that we had then and it's, mm. it's really lovely seeing a, a leader talk about no, of course I take time. Like you know, of course I have boundaries around my work life, which obviously has been heavily, um, you know, restricted at the moment yeah. with, with everything going on. Yeah, I have been. I mean, I have been quite strict about it because I feel that 
you know, I want to be the best I can to my clients and I want to be the best I can to my kids as well as a yeah. mum. And um, now they've grown and, you know, I, they don't need me so much. But you can't, you can't spread yourself too thinly. And so actually getting an office, when eventually I got an office and had an office for many years, um, it was a place where I left it all behind. I mean, honestly, I didn't leave it all behind in my head, but at least the phone wasn't ringing yeah. and I could concentrate. And I actually work much better early in the morning and I, by the early evening, I'm, I'm done. So there was no going back onto Excel spreadsheets at that time of night for me. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. I had kids' homework, supper, you know, maybe even a bit of time with my husband. You never Do you know. Do you know what I find really funny? Is that? Is that you, you talk about kids and family the way I talk about training. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what people might not know is outside of design and and uh, doing my day job that I, uh, I I train as a triathlete mm. but um, I have exactly the same thing mm. at four o'clock I'm, I'm on the bike or I'm running or mm. that's like my dedication mm. <laughs> but whatever it is it's yeah. good to have something to distract you and definitely. I'm not saying distraction. No 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 but definitely it's, um, because ultimately you know there is there is I love my job and I love designing um, but there is a different element to my life mm. uh, too and I so I think also for designers as well who are I mean, we're forced to be so... I'm not a designer. Harry, I'm not a designer. (laughs) I'm a journalist by trade. I'm not a designer. And what I find hilarious is that people think I'm a designer Mm. and I I feel like I'm a bit of a fraud, but I know a lot. You look the part, Hamish. You look the part. (laughs) You're very design-led in your I know a lot about it now because I've I've been given a perspective over the industry that is just unparalleled Mm. where I'm I'm able to just nip in and out of all the studios and Mm. bring together all of these conversations that everyone's having and then my job is to put them all together and piece them together into something that, you know, like something meaningful Mm -hmm. moving forward in an article or whatever, Mm. whatever that is. But one thing I think is massively key is for designers, creative people to have um, a side project because mm-hmm. it just keeps them on track. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know about you, but doing Design Pod mm. has um, given me so much more perspective on my day to day job, mm. you know, on the articles. That yeah, I, write. I mean, I think also, you know, when I've been I've been working for so long in the industry and now, you know, there is a danger where you just get a bit stale. You just feel like it's the hamster wheel. And so one of the drivers for me with, for doing Design Pod was actually to learn to do something a bit different, uh, to do something very now, very relevant, um, because, you know, I've worked doing what I'm doing for a long time. And it's just nice to take, as you say, a little segue off that's re- that's part of what I do, but it's also um, a learning curve for me. And, and being present, as you were talking about president of the BIID, that for me also, was you know that was another exciting side I would say sidetrack is the wrong word but sort of little sh- off sh- offshoot that I did um still obviously part of the BID um for quite a long time because it you know it just challenged me with things like public speaking which you know I love to chat I'm not sure about in front of 300 people <laughs> I'm <laughs> but, the opposite you know <laughs> <laughs> Opposites attract. You should have eh? done it for me, uh, but that was that was all about um, about challenging myself. Yeah, you know, to do something a bit different, take it me out about, of my comfort zone. Do you know, when I when I got the job uh, mm. uh, editor at Hotel Designs, my publisher said to me, "She doesn't. I don't think she knows this. Actually, she's going to know about it now." <laughs> she said, um, you, "You've done." Um, public speaking haven't you mm. you've like you know you've you've hosted panel discussions yeah yeah of course <laughs> i have but you know what there's actually a lot to be said for not lying i'm not going to endorse mm. lying but just putting yourself forward for a challenge because it's been and i say this like i don't know it probably sounds quite arrogant but it's been the making of me yeah no totally just like 
getting out on stage and hosting a panel discussion mm. completely with no experience whatsoever, mm. but then learning as you go. And I think in this industry, as we've said time and time mm. again, as a student, you come out of university with, with all the with all the theories, with all the, you know, the, the written down theories and practices and what goes together and whatever. But as you've rightly said in the past, you, what they don't prepare you for are the hurdles that you have to jump over mm. just in business and mm. life as a designer. Mm, totally. I think actually it would be really valuable. I don't know if uni, unis do it now, but they, if they could impart to you that you will go through challenges and that you will go through hurdles and there are there are things that they can't prepare you for there because you know what I know now compared to what I knew then you couldn't fit into three years at, at uni and um, actually how to negotiate those challenges when you come up against them not not necessarily what they specifically are but just know that it, no matter which um, way you go whether you want to work for yourself or you want to work for small firms big firms whatever you want to do within those within your career path you will come up against hills you have to climb mm. and here are some strategies to help you because I think sometimes you don't re always as a junior especially or you know first jobber you don't really feel like asking questions you don't want to feel like you look stupid but actually everybody nobody knows and everybody needs to ask and mm. I'm not sure there's always the space given to um, you know newbies to actually really uh, uh, feel confident enough to ask questions I really hope that we can create that space with design mm. pod and we can bring to life conversations through just putting together or bringing together interesting people you know we don't want to just go for designer after designer mm. architect after architect we want to go I mean what I find fascinating is, is when people say I was having a do you know what I was having a conversation with a designer the other day and they said during lockdown the webinars that they attended were not constricted to their um to their uh, arena if mm. you like in interior design but they were interested in like photography fashion and it's through those conversations they've they've ended mm. up and I just love that because we didn't mean to necessarily I don't know, have the guests we had because we felt as if that would, would be the end result. But mm. naturally it's happened. So. Exactly. It's a bit like we were talking, um, you know, with uh, Carden Canetti about how their job, um, you know, their, their, their company just sort of evolved into something. And mm -hmm. I think that's what I thought with Design Pod yeah, as well. Is it's yeah. just going to lead us down routes of people we'd like to talk to and chat to. And as you say, not necessarily do the sort of obvious da 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 da, -da kind yeah, of yeah. the circuit. Yeah. But, um, you know, pick or find or have suggested to us interesting, pe interesting personalities. personalities. Yeah, totally. yeah, so maybe we should say anyone that, you know, I mean, would we're like always, open. always yeah. open, yeah. you know. I mean, we do have like a list of until the end of the year, really, yeah, that we yeah, were planning we do, the yeah, other yeah. day. Exactly, but if you'd like to add yourself onto that list and you've got something you want to talk to us about, then please do we're, get in touch absolutely. because, you know, we... Um, I'm sure there are lots of people out there that we haven't even thought about. We'd be delighted to, yeah. to have a good chat to. Absolutely. Yeah. This podcast series is sponsored by Bathroom Brands Group, which includes established, trusted and regularly specified bathroom brands such as Crosswater, Burlington, Britain and Clearwater. So in each episode, Harriet, as you know, we do a quick fire round for our guests. We do. We don't have any guests today. No. So should we do a quick fire yeah, round on each other? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> okay, Good idea. I'm going first. <laughs> <laughs> You've been thinking about this. I have. I'm going to ask the one that I, I often ask, just because I'm always curious. Is it a beach or is it a mountain? 
Well, for me, I've just I've just moved into my dream place. Well, I say dream place. It's like a, it's my first property that I've um, and I wouldn't have been able to do it without lockdown as well. So it's actually been a real pro, but it's right on the beach, mm-hmm. and I love it. Yeah, I absolutely love it, and mm. it's my sanctuary. And mm-hmm. as you know, we both operate. This is meant to be a quick fire round. You're not going to get a quick fire round from me, I'm afraid. <laughs> but um, we both operate really busy lives, and for me, it's like a, a real nest where I can just retreat mm. and mm. just. Yeah, I love it. I can't mm. wait for a thunderstorm to watch that. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that mean does that does that mean because you've got beach always available, if you had to if you wanted to get away somewhere, you might you might choose a mountain just because you well, want to Well, when I get away, I don't really have a choice necessarily of where I'm going mm. because I'm I'm looking when I do hotel reviews, I'm looking at where what what the hotel is so Mm. for me i i really try to keep an open mind Mm. either for me which is Mm. the worst answer ever Mm. yeah um but (laughs) i just i just think there's something about the water everywhere i've gone like for example zimbabwe went to zimbabwe to review a fantastic fantastic hotel um which is right in the middle of this safari reserve where only the people staying in the hotel are allowed access into Mm. it i mean it was super super exclusive but zimbabwe is quite a politically heated place yes geographically However, Zimbabwe, like Victoria Falls are like 40 miles down the, down the, down the road. Mm. And anywhere where there's naturally flowing water, I feel as if the politics is diluted. Mm. So I love that mm. about the power of the elements. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, nice. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't been thinking about it at all. Um, OK, my turn. Um, uh, where's the most disappointing place you've ever visited in regards to location so we often ask you know where's next on your travel bucket Mm, list but mm. where's a place where you really wanted to go but actually didn't live up to your expectations um okay it's very homegrown and please don't be insulted it's not where you live (gasps) but it's but it was um margate oh yeah no that's fine (laughs) (laughs) although it is up and coming as they say yeah, but it's got a long way to go. I'm so, I'm probably going to be deeply unpopular. No, it's fine. I stayed in Margate a really Council. cool place, but my God, I did find it quite challenging. And yeah. so that was one place I was really trying to get into the idea of the British countryside, uh, seaside. And we went on a little trip around that area and moved. We started in Whitstable, actually, and then we moved on down the That's coast. That's where you went wrong. That's Yes, it was, we should have stopped at that point, shouldn't we? <laughs> um, but it was a magical mystery tour. My husband took me on a little road trip. So we went to Whitstable, we went to uh, Canterbury, and we went to Margate. And we had and via Sissinghurst as well to look at roses and one thing. Like that. We had a really <laughs> nice trip. But Margate was... Uh, just did disappoint me. So yes, it is interesting you say that because I think any anywhere that's up and coming, you have that clash between new people coming in and um, you know the existing yeah yeah population. And, uh, population. And it's also I mean it's you know it's very sad that what was once a thriving seaside town has gone through this stage mm. and is hopefully elevating itself back out again but mm. its demographic is quite uh, challenging i think yeah so definitely. so yeah so Although sorry i went sorry, to margate, margate pride a few years ago and oh, did you? it was was it rocking amazing yeah and i really just like i mean i just was not expecting it but yeah I had the best night of my yeah life. And i mean the gallery was <laughs> the gallery was amazing and i saw a fantastic exhibition there but uh yeah just i, th- I it was quite deprived mm. And I found that quite sad. No, I yeah. think it is, yeah. Yeah. It's your go with a quick fire. Oh, it is, isn't it? So the next <laughs> one. Okay, so this one is about food. Ooh. And this is going to be guacamole or hummus. 
Oh, that's a really good one. Um, guacamole. Guacamole. Yeah. I just love yeah, avocado. Just, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Although I do like a bit of hummus. Yeah, of course. In a falafel wrap and whatever. But yeah, by choice, it would be guacamole. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's my go with the quick fire, and we haven't prepared for this. No, we haven't. Okay, right. This is a question we ask all the time, but there's always just interesting answers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> What's the number one interior design trend that you just hope does not appear again? It's going to be really obvious, but I just think it really makes me cringe every time I think of it. It's shagpile carpets. <laughs> but one that's been down for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think anything like that that's texturally a little bit, don't want to put your bare feet in it. Um, anything like that. Carpet, that's, I think this is a carpet thing, isn't it? Carpets that have been put up the wall as the skirting. That's, again, a real absolute no-no. Mm. You see that in all sorts of places in lifts quite often. They protect the carpet up, skirting a bit. Um, so, yeah, it's probably all about floor finishes, isn't it? Mm. I must say, my next property, I will uh, abandon carpets completely and have just timber floors, I think. I've decided that, uh, that that's the way to go. But, yeah, I can I can leave the, um, the, the brown shag behind. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and my final... Um, uh, question for you would be um, so we've been in this lockdown and this mm -hmm. isn't really an either or but this is we've been in this lockdown if you had a ticket to anywhere right now and forget work you're not reviewing a hotel you yeah, don't have to do really anything point, actually, yeah you're not reviewing I a hotel a you're just doing it for pure pleasure mm -hmm. where would you head to first oh I want to say I'd get on a plane and I am eager to get on a plane mm. and, and go somewhere but um and i promise you this isn't because of work but i love glen eagles oh in scotland nice. and i feel as if because it's 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 homely it's warm but it's also got a real contemporary edge to it that mm. really works and mm. i think that's because and, it, and we're going into like work territory because i'm talking about design mm. but it it works because it's a blend of some of the like leading designers in in this country mm. um you've got goddard little fair bedrooms you've got david collins studio um bars and restaurants but also ennis moore who they're the people who own the hoxton they mm -hmm. took over glen eagles mm. and they've designed this really lovely um open sort of biophilic design uh it's almost like a conservatory oh, brasserie wow. within the, and if you look at the shell of the building, you would just not expect that to happen. Mm. And um, I did go there for a press trip, and it was like the activities you can do as well. Mm. It's it's unbelievable. Um, but I just think it's just so it's close enough to home that you feel homely and warm, mm. but also far enough away that you feel like you're really capturing one-off experiences. So for me right now. Can I please check into Glen Eagles? Yeah, you can. <laughs> but you, and you can fly there, Hamish, yeah. if you want. You can fly up there. Yeah. You don't have to take the train. Yeah. Um, I think that's really lovely that you've selected something that's homegrown, yeah. actually. I think yeah. that's a real testament to what's available in this country. I don't think I would have country. done before. And I, I love travelling like just as much as, um, you know, we have Florence Rolf on, who's a stylist, who, mm. who is just intrigued me because she's managed to travel the whole way through the pandemic. I know, I know. I know. Lucky. Well, for work, um, I guess. That, and there's a know. few designers that have as well. Yeah. Um, my, question, my last question to you is exactly the same question that you've just bounced to me. <laughs> <laughs> We're very imaginative here. <laughs> um, so 
I think as actually as uh, one of our guests said, it's got you know on the basis that COVID is done and dusted, then um, I think it would be the trip that I should have taken last November actually because that's still foremost in my mind and because I've just met a fantastic hotelier who has a hotel there, um, so it would be Sri Lanka. Um, and I have been to Sri Lanka a few years ago. Um, I went with teenage children on the basis that we didn't care what they did because they were just not engaging with hotels and with, with holidays anymore. And they were actually really annoying because they wouldn't get up to go and do anything or see anything. <laughs> so we just kind of left them in the hotel to sit by the pool with their iPads, which is what they wanted to yeah. do. They could have been anywhere, frankly. Yeah. And we went off and just did a few things, but not too far afield because they weren't that you know old to leave for too long anyway uh so i want to go back and do all the things that we intended to do um on the trip last november and um and also stay at um calicunda house which is um a hotel that's been set up by eco yes uh yeah it's pretty pretty um, eco d gibson d gibson yes Yes, exactly yeah 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 yeah. we um we did a piece on that did you yeah so i'm just dying to go and visit that yeah you should and um yeah i will (laughs) happily I'm sure she'd be delighted as well. Yeah, because she's now part of the Hip Hotels group as well, oh, cool. which is wonderful for yeah. her and a BIID member to well, be. So there you go. You've got it all. So do you think, especially in destinations like that, do you think people will travel longer after the pandemic? Do you it think depends that, do you think on things what... Will change that yeah, much? I mean, I would like to say I would go there for longer than I thought I would have done in the, f- in the past. However... You know, I do have projects back here and although, you know, there's only a certain amount of Zooming you can do, I think, you know, if it's on site, I will need to be back. So I, I probably wouldn't go for a month, but I'd go for a solid two weeks. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. I was planning to go end of November um, last year towards Christmas, so when everyone tends to take a slightly longer break. So Yeah, yeah. I think because of the flexibility around working. So we, we always get offered um, to extend our trips when we go away for work. Yeah. Certain things are expense, but then you can stay and then, you know. Do you do that? I've never done that ever, but I definitely think I will now. Yeah. Even if it's only a couple of days, because actually, you know, it's all well and good when you. (laughs) It can get expensive. (laughs) I know. Do you not just move to the B&B down the road? Yeah, you can do. Yeah, that's so true. (laughs) Oh, my God. We'll do another episode on the secrets. Exactly. But then does that feel like a little bit of a a letdown when you sort of move? It'll be like you visiting Whitstable before Margate. Yeah, exactly. I feel terrible now. I'm going to get all sorts of Margate. Mar- I'm going to get hate mail from no, Margate. it's all right. It will um, come to you, not me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I no, I would. I well, that's that's. We were talking about work-life balance earlier, yeah. and for me, that's always the kind of thing I would add on a little bit of, because uh, I love to travel. It's one of my um, one of my real joys in life. Forget a Prada handbag, I'll have a plane ticket, mm. um, and I would always add on those little bit of extras if if it was a country of interest to me. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Right. So, so you're going to be not on the golf course, but up in Scotland, um, maybe. Spa. Spa. <laughs> and I'm going to be in Dee Gibson's pool in Calicunda House in, in Sri Lanka. I still don't think I picked badly. I'll send you a postcard. I think we've picked well. Yes, I think we have. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, that's all we've got time for, yep. which is uh, 
happens far too soon on it, our podcast. It does, doesn't it? But um, thank you to Orange Box for accommodating yeah, us here. We've just, just snuggling into their very comfy outfit. We could stay um, here forever. We could, yeah. This little acoustic booth has done us really well. Absolutely. Um, so, well, we'll be seeing you at the next episode. And uh, we really enjoyed having this little chat together. And, um, yeah, see you Absolutely. soon. Absolutely. See you soon. Okay, well, our next episode is looking at uh, art outside the frame. So we're going to be looking at unconventional art, and there is probably no one better to to help us put this under the spotlight than uh, Patrick McRae, who is the CEO of Arctic. Patrick is amazing, and he always shows up in um, a little bow tie, which is his signature. So I look forward to that. Excellent. Can't wait. <laughs> And don't forget, you can follow Design Pod on all the major podcast platforms. We also have uh, our own social media. So Harriet's Instagram is at Harriet Ford Design, and my Instagram handle is at Hotel Design Editor. Uh, feel free to follow us. You'll see some behind the scenes of Design Pod, which is very exciting. Please also, if you enjoy listening to us, don't forget to rate us five star because it is the only way that we can climb the podcast charts. Thanks for listening and see you next time.